Welcome to the Well-Rounded Geek Podcast, episode 15. I'm your host, Jeffrey Gaiman, and this is another edition of Friends for Life, where I speak to my friend Jessica and we talk about some of our favorite lifestyle topics. As usual, we'll be going over what's been grinding our gears, we'll be talking about some millennial recaps, and then some popular culture topics. What's up, Jessica? Hello there. I'm at home again. It's so great. <laughs> I know it is. It's better this way. Digital. Yes. Even yes. for me, because it's just more convenient. I don't have to set up my whole like makeshift studio, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's uh, it's just convenient, you know, and like I can pop on, and, you know, talk about everything. We, we have I just feel like every single week we always have someone to talk about. So it's just easier to um, pop on from home while I can you know, do a couple things right before and then a couple things right after. Because like I said, when we first jumped on, it's not easy doing anything with three children. (laughs) I'm surprised I don't hear just crazy stuff in the background. But like you said, Derek's probably like bribing them with candy or something. Yes. Yes. I sent them outside. So it's just a matter of time before you'll probably have to do some editing. And (laughs) Oh, no. Well, you think hopefully an hour is hopefully we'll see but in kids world that's like 14 days do you remember Uh. (laughs) like getting put in timeout and even if it was like a 15 minute timeout it felt like 15 days (laughs) oh my gosh like they have just no concept of time and and it doesn't matter how much time you invest in the day it's it never feels like it's enough So let's see if you have anything to complain about your kids. We'll start with the grind our gears topics. (laughs) You can go first. I have three. You said you have three. So you can go first and then I'll go. So surprisingly, it is not um, anything to do with. Well, maybe it could. I guess guess it could be with my kids, but it's mainly adults, shockingly. Um, So my number one... I think this is probably my number one pet peeve in life. And I think it it just comes in so many different ways. But when people blatantly interrupt when I am speaking and not like like the normal conversation of like where, you know, like you respond and I respond and like that's just bound to happen. Right. Like where our words are going to overlap in some degree in a conversation. But when you're talking and like it's more so like when you're explaining something to someone and you don't even they don't even allow you to finish the explanation before they say like something almost like off topic. And you're like, what what? what am, what are we doing here? Like I, I do that a lot. So I do a lot of talking at my job and a lot of my um, role is like education. So like I spend a lot of time speaking to people and parents will come in, you know, asking questions and, um, you know, asking me certain things and they won't even let me finish the explanation before they're on to the next thing. And it just like, Oh, I have such a hard time like keeping it together because I'm just like, what what are you even retaining? It's almost like they're not retaining what is being said before they're on to the next thing. Yeah, it's like they're not even processing. I know what you're talking about. I let you get it all out before. Yeah, I, uh, I know. I chimed tell. in because I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I can't interrupt her because it's it is more difficult digitally because it's like we don't know when we're supposed to go. But um. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I find it so disrespectful when people are like that, uh, especially like when you're you're communicating something of value and if they're just not respecting what you're saying, and they're already thinking of what they're going to say next. And like you said, it can be completely off topic. To be honest, that happens a lot with my family and it bothers ugh, me. Ugh, ugh, I hate no. that. It's, and again, it doesn't, it really doesn't, I guess the only time it really does grind my gears is when it's like, 
in more of like a professional setting, I guess. I I, I don't know. So if I'm on the say I'm on the phone with like a company or something, and I'm talking to another person, I'm already annoyed that I have to be on the phone with another person trying to most likely figure out a problem. And if I'm trying to get a point across or I'm asking a question and they don't even let me get my question out before they start talking, I sometimes, depending on the direction of where the conversation is going, sometimes I will say, can you please let me finish? (laughs) Sometimes you have to. Well, yeah. And I, I don't, I, I don't want to come off sounding rude but it's like let me finish Mm -hmm. my thought process before you interrupt and start talking it was like it's like they talk over me and i'm just like oh Mm, it it really does grind my gears (laughs) you know what i've noticed too um because we've been work from home we're all in digital meetings throughout my day-to-day at work And I have some females in my department, and I don't know what it is, but it happens to so many females. Like, they can't get all of their words out before they're, like, cut off. I I find it so disrespectful. I try not to do that to people, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if it's something in tech, but they don't fully let the females get what they're trying to get out before they have to add comments and stuff and i it bothers me oh that would that would not (laughs) that would not sit well no it would not you know what also bothers me that's similar to that but pretty basic when you are at like a fast food drive-through and you're going to order and they interrupt you because they're so confident with their jobs and they don't even let you tell them what sauce you want before they're already asking you what I don't like that either yeah well that's it that's kind of uh, that's what makes me think of it too is like this is an exchange between two two people like we have a job here it's for you to get my order mm-hmm. and we need to do it efficiently so and also it bothers me when they're like anything else or uh, you know does that complete your order and i'm like no i have like five more things like mm-hmm. give me a they're like rushing you off the don't judge I me. called it a xylophone the megaphone <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i don't know i just it that's just one thing that just really drives me nuts um so the next thing and i think you can probably relate to this or i don't know people are I think people are divided on this topic, but using a public restroom that's a single stall. Do you know what I mean? Like not a not a stall, like a like a single like a single toilet. You walk in the door and there's only one toilet and one sink. Okay. I don't like that because someone Ninety percent of the time that I go into a single stall bathroom, somebody knocks on the door. Oh, I don't like that either. But <laughs> I will, I will one up you. <laughs> I don't like public bathrooms. Period. Yeah. Well, yes. I I try to avoid them at all costs. Yeah. But like you know, I work in a hospital. You know often and i'm at places like that where you know i i have to go to the bathroom like it's just part of life but it's like i go in there and it's like 13 seconds after i go in there somebody is knocking on the door there's a hundred percent chance you're gonna get knocked on if it's the single hundred percent so it's like i i never feel on what I'm going to say when someone knocks on the door. It's always different. I'm never like, it's never a consistent thing for me. I'll either be like, oh, someone's in here or occupied. or <laughs> It's like, and that, sometimes I'll just be like, I don't even know. Like, I'll just try to make like extra noise. noise. <laughs> <laughs> so it, so Derek and I, we, we disagree on this. He, so I prefer 
a bathroom where you walk in and there's like eight stalls to choose from because it the likelihood of being bothered in that scenario is less often but he thinks that it's the opposite like he would prefer a single like stall like what i'm talking about like it's more private yeah yeah but then like what if someone didn't knock and they knew it was occupied and Derek just blew it up you gotta (laughs) exit make that awkward eye contact and then be like on your way that's so much worse so i i agree with what you're saying it's Mm. better i like the like abandoned (laughs) there's a a plethora of stalls because when we just went on like a road trip and there were a bunch of rest stops that were like that there was just a bunch of stalls and it was like abandoned that's so much better than just one room that someone could randomly usually the door doesn't always work so someone could walk in on you yeah or they're knocking terrible oh i won't even if if there's for whatever reason if the lock doesn't work i I don't use that bathroom. Like it's I, a no-go. I, I no, I'm just like I I don't know, I'm just I guess I'm weird. I mean, I try to avoid um going number 2 anywhere that's public ever. I'm mm-hmm. one of those people. I Same. I just I Home will hold it advantage. in yes. I need it. I can't. Like I was the type of person like in high school that I would never poop at high at school. I I would avoid it at all costs. So no, I don't think I, I did. No, ever. I don't think I did. I don't think I did either. <laughs> I genuinely, I would wait. <laughs> Jimmy so was. I, Jimmy didn't like that either. He would like go home. Oh yeah, he would call my mom like in the middle of the day and be like, "I have a stomach ache," and she'd yeah. come and pick him up, and he'd go home and poop, and then he'd be fine for the rest of the day. Yep. That's <laughs> horrible. A uh, horrible. So I, I try to avoid that at all costs. So most of the time when I'm in the bathroom, it's usually just like a quick pee and then I'm done. But it's just like, I I just feel like I am the most awkward human being when someone knocks on the single stall bathroom door. I don't you, know. It's, like, it's an awkward moment for anyone. It's a vulnerable yeah. moment. I don't like it either. I agree. It is. That's probably why it does feel so uncomfortable for people because it is like a truly, you're literally caught with your pants down. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's the most vulnerable. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so my third grind my gears, which I don't know if you've ever met anybody like this, but there are certain people that I've come in contact with over the last few months with like my new roles and whatever that every single time I see them they tell me that they're tired (laughs) I know what you're talking about yep there's one person in particular that I worked eight hours long with and I'm not even kidding you I heard her physically say the words I'm tired probably 10 times so in those eight hours it's it's just it's a it's weird to me that that's like your go-to about like starting it's almost like she uses it as like a conversational piece Mm -hmm. (laughs) she wants to because maybe she feels like it's something everybody is experiencing but it's just i could not believe that she that she said it so many times like there's more than one person i know that every single time i see them that's what they're talking about yeah they need to let you know how tired they are i'm pretty sure everyone on this planet is tired oh yeah let's be completely honest here if you're not tired once throughout your day like what are you on what are you taking what are you doing to where you're like fine until you lay your head down on uh, on the pillow i understand I everybody's to tired have conversations like that especially at work i try to avoid people use the tired conversation like they do with like weather it's cringe yeah. weather's weird to me too like all of my meetings always start out with people saying either the weekend wasn't long enough they're tired something about the weather (laughs) it's just so bad come on oh geez we're just we're just all humans i get it it's like part of life to have to have like awkward 
you know, because if you don't know the person well enough, like, what do you talk about? You know, you just bring up like, you know, random general topics. I get it. But to say it so many times mm-hmm. is just like wild to me. I, I, I'm like, okay, it's yes, cringe. we're, we're all, you know, we're all experiencing the same thing. Like go to the doctor and get checked out. I don't yeah, you have like Claire <laughs> shouting in the middle of the night and you haven't gotten an ounce of sleep because you've been watching Bachelor in Paradise and everything. And you, you're you not even telling her that you're tired. So no. <laughs> she needs I'm to like, chill just, out. I mean, she can probably just tell based off of how I look and my yeah. general demeanor. But uh, it just, I don't know. It just is cringy to me. So I'll go into mine. Like I said, I have three. The first one, I think you can relate to me on this, but people have been sending me Instagram reels and they're like TikToks that I've seen months ago. (laughs) And like, there's only so many times that you can say like, ha ha, I've already seen that or something, Uh but they spam it. People refuse. There's still people that like refuse to go on TikTok. Mm-hmm. But then they'll use Instagram reels and they're sending a reel that still shows the TikTok symbol, by the way. Have you seen those yeah. ones? Mm-hmm. And they'll just send them. They're spam send them. And I'm like, what are you doing? I've seen this. Like, yes, that is funny. But now you're putting me in an awkward situation where I have to either fake a response to you. Or I have mm-hmm. to tell you that I've already seen it. You know what I'm saying? Months ago. <laughs> months ago. Like, I'm not talking about something that went viral like a few days. The real stuff yeah. are months behind because yeah. people are trying to put their content out there that was like old content, you know, to get some views in that realm. But I hate yeah. that. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, that was like the trend a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not even the current like songs that tiktok has <laughs> trending you know what i'm saying and i'm like oh yeah. so cringe but yeah. you don't know how to yep. respond to it um i guess they don't have a friend like you and i where we just spam the tiktoks back and forth to one another so we're always on top of the stuff yes um my next one is you're not going to be able to relate to this but derek might Whenever Natalie asks me to get something out of her purse (laughs) and she paints it as like the easiest thing to find, but to a guy, it's impossible. Like when I open that purse, it is like (laughs) a complex cave of many devices, many items. (laughs) Does Derek get bothered by? I, I don't like that. Yes, I get so no. That's why I'm laughing because he he has a very difficult time with that task. I think it's a a male thing because I struggle with that, and I struggle with like sometimes Natalie will be like, "Can you hand me my?" Um, she'll be like in the shower and she'll be like, "Can you hand me my face something?" And she has a plethora of bottles and like products on the counter. I'm like, what? What is that? And then I told you we went to the movies the other day. She was like, before you leave, because she was still at work and we met. She was like, before you leave, can you grab my orange sweater? It's above my flannels in the closet. You'll see it right when I wa- you walk in the door. When I walked in the door of that closet, <laughs> it was not laid out like that. Like I needed a detailed pirate map to find that oh orange sweater. It's got to be a it's got to be a male thing because Derek is the exact. I mean, I can give him ten directions. I will say, open my purse. It is my bag because i have like a little bag in there that has like makeup and like you know motrin and like random crap like that i'll be like it's next to my wallet in the bag 
and it's my chapstick and and it's like he'll go in there and he'll be like he'll literally be digging and digging and I'm like it's in the littler the littler bag inside the big bag and you know he's like pulling everything out and dumping I'm like I'll just get it. It's fine. I'm the same way. That, I, I think it's because you guys always have so much going on that it's almost like an organized chaos in your mind. Oh, but yeah. to us, we might have stuff like that, but but not for not for the purse, the the dreaded purse. Every time she asks me, I'm like, oh shh, here we go again. <laughs> well, it's um, the same. Like, do you remember when we were? I don't know if your mom was like this, but I have a feeling that she was. Um, my mom knew where every single thing is in the house. Yeah. Like, I, oh, yeah. I, Derek comes to me and says, where's this? And I'll say, oh, it's downstairs, like in the laundry room, second shelf. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just, I have an inventory of the house in my brain. And if I asked him, he immediately says, no, I don't know where that's at. I'm like, you didn't even let your... That's like a new Grind My Gears topic that I'm just discovering right now. <laughs> it's like he doesn't even allow his brain to like think, okay, let, where was the last time I saw that? He immediately answers. And I'm like, how do I have like the blueprint of the house? <laughs> I know where everything is. And I was always really fascinated when I was a kid that my mom always knew where everything was at. I'm like, how do you know like where my dance shoes are that I haven't seen in two weeks? Right. Like she just knows where everything, she always knew where everything was at. And now that I'm a mom, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So maybe that's why like our brains are just sort of different. We're able to keep better track of like where certain things are so we don't get overwhelmed when we go into a big purse and we see that yeah (laughs) there's 12 items in here yeah that's what i think um (laughs) my final topic because i always want to talk about something with work but this is Mm -hmm. not specific to my current job but just in general how in 2021 i know you have gotten new jobs in the last few years how in 2021 are job applications still so bad like horrible you have to submit a resume you have to still resubmit every detail that was on that resume you have to type out and then on top of it you still have to submit some form of a cover letter it's absolutely horrible and it grinds my gears i don't understand Oh, it's awful. It's awful. And like even with um, like major companies, like yeah. it's not even just like little companies. No. Like the last time I was applying for jobs, like I was applying at, at University of Michigan. And it's like you not only have to, like you said, submit your resume, but then you also have to put like your references, references in and... Oh, everything's already on the thing. Like, yeah. job do they history. really look at that? No. Like, how many what? times do I have to put in job history? You know what oh I mean? God. It's on oh my, my resume. And then yeah. now, another thing that grinds my gears with that is there's like search areas for your area of study for your education. And it doesn't even fully pull up like every degree that you could mm-hmm. possibly have. It, it doesn't like let you manually type stuff in either. That yeah. How in 2021 is the job application process just so bad? You should be able to just yeah. submit a resume and it populates everything for you. Yep. And then you should, there should be no cover letters, by the way. I don't understand no. the purpose of that anymore. No, no. It's, it's like you should, they should, it should just be like, here's the job submit your resume we'll let you know like and then because there's so much more that goes into it after you even apply like you have to do the interview and the interview is really what matters it's not about your history it it's about like the type of person that you are so it's frustrating that you even have to go off of a resume to hire somebody but yeah and it's also really why why do they always require you to put in how we heard of them 
Oh yeah, I know. That's the new thing. The new thing's that and what I'm not used to seeing is like desired salary amount. I'm like shocked that oh, I have to God. reveal that so early. Yeah. I'm like, no, like mm-hmm. I wanna let me speak to a human being before I start like negotiating. Yes. Making you know demands. I mean? Right. I know. And that always stresses me out because I'm like, okay, I don't want to put too much because I don't want to seem like I'm greedy. Right. But then I don't want to put too little because then they're going to be like, you don't want to get well, held that's what to we that. offer you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so awkward. And Ugh. it's just, it's a very discouraging process, you know, because yeah. they don't even utilize a lot of the stuff that we put in. It's like a computer analyzes that mm-hmm. right away and like will reject it or put it to a pile where a human being might actually see it. So it's yeah. like, what are we doing here? This is just a miserable process. Yeah. Companies need to get better at that. And like right. you said, even the bigger ones that you think would be better about it are not good about it. Mm-mm. They might no, be worse. I feel like the smaller companies might be better. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Well... Things have been grinding our gears. They will continue to grind our gears and we will continue to talk about them. Mm -hmm. We can now move on to our millennial recap. Just some basic stuff that you and I have been thinking about, talking about. You brought this up the other day. How terrible is it that the drinking age you must be born on or before the year 2000? Oh my gosh. The signs, because I don't know like if it if it took a while for like companies to actually get that like official sign that says you, you know, have to be 2000, you know, or earlier. It's like if, oh gosh. So when I saw it the other day, I don't know why it took so long because it's, you know, we're nine months into the year, but it took them a long time to actually get those or maybe I just didn't notice them but I saw it for the first time in the like official form a few days ago and it just it threw me off like so much I was like "Ooh, that looks weird because you know we're we're used to seeing the one and the nine and it just was like oh my god I'm like 2000 that was like not long ago yeah it's terrible seeing that it really does age you there's certain things Mm. that age me and i'm like oh man makes me feel sick the 2000 definitely because that was like we were alive and thriving in y2k you know what i mean and now it's like when people were born they can drink i know oh my gosh i don't yeah i don't like it it just makes me feel just really really weird (laughs) It makes you feel weird. It makes you feel old. And this will lead into our next topic. You and I have always watched MTV. We still watch things on MTV. We usually always watch the VMAs. Mm -hmm. We talked the other day. I asked you if you've seen the VMAs that just aired last week, right? And you said no. And I didn't either. And that's not the norm for us. Usually we watch that. Yeah. So I thought it would be funny to go through at least who performed mm-hmm. during the VMAs and see if we even know these people. Because there's a reason you and I stopped watching. And I think it's because we finally hit that point where we mm-hmm. just don't know anybody that nope. performs. Nope. And I always pride myself on knowing like pop culture like that's what you and i spend most of our time talking about but every time the vmas come around probably for the last like five years i've felt just so disappointed that yeah there's so many people that i like, get humbled coming up mm-hmm. yes i'm just like oh my gosh and the vmas I don't... used to be oh my god they were like so great and so yeah. exciting and ugh. I don't listen to a lot of like radio music and I think that's what gets me, you know? Yeah. Um, Natalie listens. She might know more of these than even us, which is shocking because usually it'd be the exact opposite. But um, I I think she even watched the VMAs. But I thought we could go through some of this list and just see if we know these people. And Mm -hmm. um, I'll start from the top. So 
All right, Alicia Keys performed. Thank God. Okay. All I know right. who obviously, that is. Obviously. Buster Rhymes. I know who that is. <laughs> what? Why is he on there? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, that's even like a little bit before us. Right. So I know we're good. Oh my God. Good start. Okay, you know we're fine. you know Camila Cabello? Yes, only because um, I'm a very big Shawn Mendes fan and yes. they're dating. So I only like really know of her because of him. Yeah, I know her. She she makes good music, so I knew yeah. her. We're yeah, good yeah. here. I get her and Selena Gomez mixed up quite yeah, often, too. though. I will say that. <laughs> I'm bad about that as well. Um, all right, so here's one I don't know. Do you know Chloe of Chloe and Haley? Haley? Do you know that? You don't even know how to say it. Do you know how to say it? No. No, no I don't know who I, it is. Wait, it's Chloe of Chloe and Haley? Yeah, I think. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. We probably sound like boomers right oh now. Oh, my God. So, it's is it just a single person? It's yep. one girl? Just a single person. For the song Have she... Mercy. Oh. The only Have Mercy that I know is John Stamos. <laughs> I think of John Stamos. <laughs> I bet if I so I'm probably gonna say this a lot about this, but I feel like if I heard the song, I probably would yeah. know it. But but probably because of TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I agree. We yeah. probably know majority of these songs, but we don't know these artists. No, no, no. I couldn't tell you um, anything. So this one is uh, an example like that. Like I know her from TikTok, but I actually know her. Do you know who Doja Cat is? I do because um, I actually like her music. I, music. Yeah. I have her album um, on my phone. It's um, not something I can listen to with the kids around, so yeah. I don't listen to it often. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I actually like her her music. Yeah, me too. So we're not doing as bad as we thought. No. The no. next was Ed Sheeran. We know who that is. Oh, obviously. He, uh, I actually used to love him. It's not like I don't like him anymore, but I just feel like the radio has just destroyed his music. Mm -hmm. It's like so overplayed. Yes. Um, next is Jack Harlow. Do you know who that is? No. I actually know who that is. What is he saying? He's a, he's a rapper. Oh, nope. He's actually pretty good and I like his like confidence and swag. So I know who he is. Um, next, I'm looking him up. I Jack wanted Harlow. to see a picture of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, while you're looking him up, I'll bring up Justin Bieber. We know who that is. It's crazy that he's still relevant after all this time. I think he won like Artist of the Year or something. So wow. people still love Justin Bieber. Yes, but like a different dynamic now. Very much so. Like he used to be like very pop like yeah. you know boy whatever but he's definitely more i feel like he appeals to more people now i guess he's matured for sure and i i do like his music i'm not gonna lie yeah i like yeah his i do music. too mm-hmm. uh next is did you look up jack harlow by the way i did don't, i don't know him oh. never seen him in my life you know him from t- <laughs> a tiktok song i can't oh tell you gosh. what the song title is but you do for <laughs> sure um it's like that type of song where you can hear it like a hundred times and then you find out who sings it or raps it and you're like, that's the same person. Like, that's not oh what gosh. you were picturing in your head this whole time. It's that yeah. song. Oh, um, next is Casey Musgraves. Oh, yeah. She's a country artist. I don't know who that is. I love I wouldn't her. know any country. Oh, yeah. No, I love her. She Her music is really good. She's got a very like... Um, I don't know, kind of like a Dixie Chicks, like Joni Mitchell sort of feel to her. She's she's great. It's probably just because I don't listen to country. Natalie probably knows mm-hmm. who that is too. Yeah, it's not. She doesn't have like a very. I mean, she does have a very country um, personality, but like her music is not very heavily twangy, if you will. Okay. Uh, like a Taylor Swift when she first came on the scene, like yes. she can appeal to more. Uh huh. So 
I don't know who this is. The next one is Kid Leroy. Nope. Nope. Don't know Kim him. Petrus. Uh, that kind of sounds familiar. I don't, I don't know who that I is. I mean, again, I would probably know the song. Lil Nas X. I know who that is. I mean, yeah, but only because of that one song, the one country song. The, his first initial <laughs> song. He's been... Uh, yeah shaking up the world with some controversy lately that's how i know oh my gosh his that those pictures that just were released i don't know if that's his album cover or but he's pregnant yes oh my god yeah (laughs) his music videos and stuff like that that's how i know him yeah he's Uh, he's unique (laughs) next is machine gun kelly i know who that is Mm -hmm. i despise him we've talked about him and megan fox before yeah did you see that him and conor mcgregor like got into it at the vmas yeah Yeah. they got into a little tussle you don't want to go i mean of all the people to have like a problem with conor mcgregor like what are you trying to do a professional fighter even (laughs) if machine gun kelly's super tall but he's Mm -mm. (laughs) but conor mcgregor why was he even there that's so didn't he just like break his leg or something yeah he got his yeah his leg snapped in a fight like go chill go rest ice it. <laughs> kick it up chill on your yacht what are you doing why are you at the vmas with people that we don't even know who these people are so um, random. next is olivia rodrigo i know who that is yes she's love her fire like love her that is one of the best if that was her debut album that was one of the best debut albums that i've heard since like taylor swift came on the scene yeah yes i like, i agree every I song on there could be a radio hit it's yep. so good yes i do really like her next is azuna nope polo azuna? g nope what? oh my gosh no no sean mendez we know who that is love him travis barker uh, apparently travis barker is like relevant again it's because of the cat kardashians and then he's just like in a bunch of songs now oh so he performed by himself he probably performed with possibly machine gun kelly i don't know because he's been featured as a drummer on a lot of people's most recent albums i just don't know who specifically but yeah i I, it's he's definitely like coming back to the scene which is just really really weird and um i know who he is i i was a blank 182 fan but i just i couldn't tell you like if he played the drums i wouldn't be like oh this is travis barker (laughs) yeah i i watched a show when we were younger with his ex-wife do you remember that at all i think her name was Shayna. i could be wrong but there was like an mtv show with them for a little bit yeah it's that sounds familiar just familiar like it was like a document not a documentary but like a reality yeah tv show right yeah like how jessica simpson with nick lachey was like stuff like that and of course they got a divorce because it never works out well for those the Mm -hmm. final one that i'm seeing was swedish house mafia i don't know who that is uh they sound that sounds familiar like i don't i couldn't tell you what they look like or what song they sing but the name sounds familiar to me i just feel like i'm sad when i look at this because there's so many that at first we were good but i think it was the buffers that mtv was Mm -hmm. adding on to Mm -hmm. i think we did better than i thought we would though to be (laughs) to be honest i I thought we were going because i don't i before you listed who just performed i had no idea who even performed so because i wanted to be surprised so i sort of want to go back and watch it because i actually do know more than i thought we did we did better than i thought we would so and watch us know all of these people like you said just from like tiktok songs but we just don't know. know who the artists are yeah um so i thought we'd finish off the millennial recap like we have been lately just briefly talking about the challenge season 37 there's only been a few things that have really happened since we last spoke um cory allen michelle went home Bummer. i was sort of sad about that yes it is sad because like i said last episode i I liked Michelle and I didn't mind Corey. I think 
because they were a rookie rookie team, they got kind of screwed. And yeah. I just, I don't know. I liked Michelle, and I think she really would have gone far if she would have been partnered with a vet. I think they also got screwed because they were strong as well, you know, and they, yeah. people probably felt threatened. But sure. I'm hopeful that they'll be on future seasons because I like them. And she was developing a relationship with someone, right? Yeah. Some random Spanish guy. I don't find him attractive at all. (laughs) Um, It was a very weird, it was weird. Relationship? (laughs) Yes. So they got eliminated. And then the other elimination that happened since we last spoke was Gabo. Mm -hmm. Which I did not care for that guy at all all no everyone's um, making fun of him making it seem like he's only on the show to party yes and like uh, that's what i don't like about him i understand like you that's like how you were raised and whatever but people are on those shows to like genuinely like make money and like change their lives and you know it's like Corey from teen mom it's like he basically does this show in the in the small chance that he wins and he can make like a better life for his daughters and stuff and it's just like i don't know i'm not about like getting a bunch of money and just blowing it on a bunch of stuff that doesn't make it exciting for him to win no there's so many people and we'll even talk about it when we talk about bachelor in paradise but there's people doing things just for clout only yeah you know yeah. They're, they just, just want the attention they want the followers so um weird. i wasn't sad about that elimination but it was a it no. was actually a good elimination yeah it was yeah, better it was, than it i was, thought it yeah it was close yeah it was I, neck and I neck like. mm-hmm. and then the most recent episode there wasn't an elimination yet they haven't even selected right who's mm-hmm. going in but we do know that Emmanuel and Casey won, so they have the power. The episode ended with Josh and Fessy getting into a fight. I want to know what happens with that because Fessy, Fessy, Fessy hit him. Hit him, yeah. Pushed him, yeah, in his yeah, face. Yeah. He's going to get sent home. There's no way. TJ does <sighs> not have uh, – he does not have a uh, tolerance so. for that at all. I despise Fessy, and so do I. he's just so overconfident. Even on this season, he he won a couple of the the challenges. You know, he's mm-hmm. had the power for like two of them, and I'm like, oh, yeah, anything to make this guy's head bigger. I know. I and you know what? He's hooking up with Amanda, so the worst guy is hooking up with the worst girl. Right? Like, you're gonna like, ew. Ew, They're creating ew. a super douche. <laughs> yes. Because she's seriously. pure evil. We've talked about she that. Is. Like, she is. There's levels to evil. She's the lowest. Like She will mm-hmm. go the lowest and she just doesn't care. Has no empathy, no sympathy. He no. is just next level cocky without winning anything like concrete. And he's already like making some of his friends mad at him early Mm -hmm. they were supposed to be like all together working together you know and yeah he's already pissing them off so we'll see what happens we'll continue to talk about this the season i'm still enjoying it but it hasn't gotten juicy yet you know no it's it's been it's been a pretty slow start slow burn like but yeah, I mean, the seasons are so long that mm-hmm. it's like I'm okay with it going slow in the beginning because it's so- they're sort of like trimming the fat, so to speak, and getting rid of the people that are really not going to be like the bread and butter of the season. So Yeah, not entertaining, stuff like that. So we'll yeah. see what happens as the show unfolds. Um, we'll go into our popular culture topics now to finish the show. The first thing I wanted to talk about is last time we talked about how it was rumored that Greg would be the new Bachelor, but there was a lot of backlash with that, and apparently it is going to be a gentleman by the name of Clayton Eckerd from Michelle's season, and I wanted to get your opinion on that. So Michelle's season hasn't even aired yet. It airs, I think, the 19th of October. I hope I'm not wrong with that. Um this is the first time this has ever happened. What are your yeah. thoughts? So I think um, 
I think it is very strange that we're going to see a season with him on it. And we know that he does not make it to the end. Like we've never known a contestant to start a season and we know that he's eliminated at some point. We don't know if it's the first night or if it's, you know, obviously, I don't know. I mean, so it's weird that that's the first weird thing. And I find it really strange that there was like all this talk of Greg being the bachelor or Michael being the bachelor or Andrew being the bachelor. And it was just like, no, sorry, we're going to pick this random dude that no one knows about. Like, it, it's just it was very strange like I wonder if there's more to this situation yeah. that maybe we don't know and I guess they just like randomly ap- approached this dude and he was like okay sure I'll do it I, I don't know just because we don't know him I think it feels a little disappointing like we know Michael we know Andrew we know Greg I would have been fine with any of those um, but I'm not as excited for that yeah. season because I don't know who that is. It kills so. the excitement. And who knows? Maybe we'll end up liking this guy. Yeah. But I think another reason that it's thrown things off is just because it's never been this way either where they had like two bachelorettes like back to back. Yeah. So usually, like we've seen before, they're picking the male contestant outside of... um matt james they're usually picking it from a bachelorette season so you would assume that it would be from katie's season because michelle's filming and airing overlaps when the bachelor season should be filming but i think they just got so much backlash from greg because i think it was really supposed to be greg that wouldn't have started like the murmurs wouldn't have started yeah and then i think There are also rumors that women that were getting ready to travel and start filming, because I think it's about to start filming, were backing out once they found out it was Greg. So Mm. maybe that's why. And then they were like, okay, let's just stay away from Katie's season in general, because I'm sad that it's not Andrew S. I know. I was really hoping it was going to be him because I do, of the three, that was the one that I wanted yeah. the most. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like it was um, it was disappointing. Yeah, it's disappointing and it kills the excitement not knowing this guy. But let's hope that we're wrong and he's cool mm-hmm. and he looks. Apparently, they say that the producers like fell in love with this guy. They always say that, but we'll see. Um at least we know that it's in the works. I thought that there was also a chance that someone from Bachelor in Paradise mm. gets chosen. But as yeah. we've seen, and we're about to talk about it shortly, there's no, like, no. <laughs> there's no, no Bachelor there's... candidates. Nah, everybody's a stinker on that They show. are, or they're already, <laughs> like, in a relationship yeah. that probably ends up working out. So yeah. we'll use this moment to talk about that. Bachelor in Paradise, since we last spoke, a lot has actually happened. Mm-hmm. So I thought we could go over it. The first thing, since we last spoke, Kendall came back to the beach. So if the listeners don't know, Grocery Store Joe was, he was engaged to Kendall, right? Yeah, or they were... apparently. I think they were they were engaged and they were living together. So okay. they were they So were they ended serious. up breaking up and he came back onto the show. Mm-hmm. And he's started a relationship with Serena and now Kendall's back. What have Weird. been your thoughts about <laughs> that so far? So, first of all, she is a very a hard person to watch talk <laughs> so hard i find her so weird she's very odd um she was extremely nervous which i understand um so it was just we- it was just weird i mean she basically poured her heart out to him and said like she still loved him and she wanted to know like what he thought but then it- then the end of the conversation weird like well we'll just like 
see what happens and i don't know it was just it was very strange and then it made serena sad and um but i i think kendall is still in love with joe but joe is not in love with kendall anymore yeah i think he really likes serena and that was like a it sounds so weird and cliche because the show is just so superficial and it's so such an accelerated timeline but it made serena and joe's relationship like stronger quick yeah you know Mm -hmm. and i felt bad for serena because she's like that type of woman that doesn't show much emotion you know yeah and even when she flirts she's like strong like picks on joe that's just how she is she's just a strong woman and she was getting emotional so i think she's invested sure and i mean anytime you start to catch feelings for somebody and then their ex comes in you're like like what do i do like do i leave them alone or do i like try to pursue him i don't know it's just it would be a weird very weird situation and i don't think it's working out the way kendall thought it would and they didn't show us specifically what's gonna happen but the last episode i think it ended right where she's pretty much trying to get off the show i think Mm-hmm. because she just yeah. can't handle watching joe fall in love with someone else you know yeah in the mm-hmm. same environment um next was thomas and tammy have been a thing this whole time thomas is terrible by the way mm, <laughs> and then now since becca the bachelorette came onto the island they are an item and I wanted to get your opinion on that. And do you still feel the same way about Thomas? So I, I don't think he is like a awful person, but his personality is just so dull that I just don't find the appeal. I personally don't find him physically attractive. And we've talked about this, like, I just don't think, like, sure, he has a nice body, but, like, his, I don't know, his face just, it doesn't do it for me, and his personality makes him even less attractive, so I don't understand what the appeal of Thomas is, Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I don't like Tammy either. I've never liked her. I think she's, you know, a drama starter, and, uh... So I wasn't really that like torn up for her that Thomas dumped her and is now dating Becca. Um, I like Becca, so I don't know really what her motive is with Thomas. But um, I mean, I don't think any of that would have lasted anyway with Thomas and Tammy. But um, I don't know. I don't like any of them other than Becca. I like Becca. Um I just always find it ironic that like Tammy was so upset, but she literally just did the same similar thing to Aaron the week before with Thomas. You know, that's the point of this show. But I just I really do like Becca a lot. Like Mm -hmm. I definitely have a crush on Becca. Mm -hmm. Did you watch her season? uh, Bits and pieces of it. So she... um... I liked her season a lot. So she was on Ari's season. Do you know Ari and yes. his wife, Lauren? So um, she got screwed because he picked her. And then ultimately after the show, got she got d- dumped by Ari. Yep. And then Ari went back to Lauren, um, which, which has happened before on the show. But um, so like I felt really bad for her. And then when she became the bachelorette, I was like so happy. Um, And she ended up picking who I wanted her to pick. And then he ended up being a POS. So I've always really liked her personality and she seems very like down to earth. So um, I hope she does find someone who's good for her. Yeah, me too. And of course she's with Thomas. I know, but like, I, I think ugh. I'm. I have a a little bit of a Bachelor in Paradise crush on her because she yeah. is cool on top of being attractive. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has so, a good personality. You can tell like there's a glow about her on the beach compared to everyone else because she was like the bachelorette too, you know. Sure. She has yeah. some aura about her. But nope, mm-hmm. she's with Thomas, of course. We'll see how that lasts because it, it looks like it's going well, which is crazy. But uh, <laughs> the next thing was Piper arrived on the beach and it was a huge thing with Natasha and Brendan. What were your thoughts about that? Well, first of all, I think um, Natasha handed this handled the situation so much better than I would have. Um, I would have been screaming and probably like freaking out on Brendan for using me like he did with Natasha. Um, she kept it together really well, and I was very impressed with her reaction. Um, I liked Brendan on Tasha season, um, but I dislike him very much so now. I think he, um, the way he went about it and the way that he was like gaslighting Natasha and just like making her seem crazy or like, he probably said so many things to her that we didn't see that were trying to like keep her really close to him and like leading her on basically manipulating yeah so bad bad. and then you know he's like saying that she did she didn't have any other like prospects to make a relationship with so trying to make it seem like he was doing her a favor and like oh my god you're you're such trash like yeah terrible pos oh my god i'm happy that they ended up giving her a rose so she could stay on the show a little bit longer yeah if the Mm -hmm. listeners haven't seen this so far natasha had been talking to brendan for the entirety of the show pretty much they didn't really get like physical you know what i mean i don't they like barely kissed but then piper who he's been rumored seeing comes onto the beach and then they're a thing right away so they totally came into this show with intentions of dating on the show before and during and leaving the show together and just coming on the show for followers for clout yeah and using someone else's emotions or chance to finding love uh but they ended up leaving the show (laughs) they basically like got kicked off um and then natasha ended up getting a second chance and she's going to be there for a little bit longer but it seems like she can't escape the drama with that you know no it's going to follow her the whole time there's no way that she can like make a good good connection with someone after all that but i've um I've never liked Piper. I did not like her on Matt season. I think she's gorgeous, but her personality is awful. So and bad. And she seems like she's a spoiled brat. And, 100%. Um, so the fact that she was also just like not apologetic in any way and affect, you know, apologizing for affecting everybody else's experience there, it just was it just was really gross and then joe and his like minions came to like accuse them and um yeah the memes were really great with that but the um the fact that they were both just so defensive and did not like apologize genuinely to anybody for uh causing all the drama and then they were like you need to leave and then like five seconds later he's like we've decided to leave right no everybody (laughs) wanted you to leave and then you agreed to it but it was like we're 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 leaving on our terms it's like no everybody just told you to leave and now you're leaving just i don't know it's so many narcissistic traits i remember i didn't like her on matt's season either by the way because she when she got sent home she didn't say a word to him she was so mad and like you said she's like spoiled and entitled to where nothing negative can happen to her but they've been getting roasted by bachelor nation they've lost a plethora of followers so everything that they thought they were going to get away with it just backfired and it's doing the exact opposite um Mm -hmm. another couple that got kicked off was chris and alana so there's been uh some women that like a group of women that were eligible to possibly come onto the beach if some of the men 
made a connection with them on one of the dates and Chris hit it off with Alana and he totally screwed over Jasenia and they got mad at Chris and Alana and booted them off even before Piper and Brendan and I found that so weird so here's my thought karma came and got Jasenia because she did the same thing to Ivan and I love Ivan I think he's such a nice dude. His personality is a little bit dull, but he's like seems such like such a nice guy. So the fact that you were really into him and then all of a sudden this like random guy comes on, you completely drop him and then you start dating or, you know, coupling up with Chris and then same thing happens to her. It's like, yes, I understand that this is like how the show works, but, you know, you shouldn't be like heartbroken because something happens to you that you just did to another person it's like i know that's what i'm saying like that keeps happening right yeah like it's coming back to bite them and then they're so upset about it but it's like you just did the same thing he was pretty bad about how he was flaunting it in front of her face but still like it was the same thing natalie's been saying that the whole time like these people are doing the same thing that they just did to someone else and yeah but then they start getting super defensive and like upset about it um The final thing is I just wanted to talk about who went home, really. So a big chunk of the women just went home. It was Deandra, who I thought was beautiful, mm-hmm. but I she just wasn't hitting it off with anyone. No. Um, Demi, who I don't like her, but I like her at the same time only because yeah. she just stirs up. She was stirring the pot in like the, the intro of of everything yeah. so yeah she's the yeah. person that stirs up the pot she's gross to me mm-hmm. like sloppy like all over the place you know yeah but slutty <laughs> yes but yes. entertaining at the same time so i was sad to see her leave jesenia i don't care <laughs> yeah she's yeah her personality is also again she's not entertaining and it's just like whatever i uh i like i'm like you i like demi you know for the fact that she does like speak her mind and she's a like, you know, strong seems like she's a strong female, but I um she tried way too hard to be dramatic. And yeah. it's just kinda like I think that the produ- the producers were like, try to be as dramatic as you can and mm-hmm. she did and that just got to be annoying. So it came off like fake in some moments. And then the other person who went home was Tammy, which we knew was gonna happen since Thomas picked Becca. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that either. No, um, no. I was going to ask, do you ever see Demi's tweets, though? She, like, live tweets when the show's airing. Oh, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't think I follow her. She's funny. Like, she comes yeah. off completely different on Twitter. Like, she actually comes yeah. off pretty, like, smart and quick-witted. I follow her on TikTok. Is she good so... on TikTok? Yeah, she's the, she's, like you just said, like, I think she is, I don't think her persona on Bachelor in Paradise is, like, how she truly is in real life. Yeah. Um, I think she's definitely playing a bit of a role on those shows. So, on her TikTok, she seems to be, like, a bit more, like, a normal, more even keeled. (laughs) Yeah. It reminds me of, um, like, how Paris Hilton was painted as like this unintelligent like ditzy blonde for all the stuff she was in but have you like seen her in interviews lately like she's very educated and like well-spoken and it's like what (laughs) i know so i never would have thought that (laughs) no i feel like that's sort of how it was with demi so we'll continue to keep updating you guys with everything that unfolds with the bachelor nation stuff We don't have to talk about this in detail because we don't have any time at this point. Your kids are probably (laughs) about to be coming in like a bulldozer. But Dancing with the Stars starts Monday the 20th. We're actually recording this episode the 19th. I Instead of going through the whole cast, there is some... uh, exciting or intriguing prospects this time around so is there anyone that pops out at you that you're just excited to see and i'll i'll talk about mine before we end the show um yeah so i've always been a uh big fan of the show and it's it's 
seems like it's kind of gotten better as the years have gone on. So um, I think I am rubbing off on you and now you're going to get <laughs> you're going to get into it, too. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I mean, most of the people I'm I'm pretty excited for, but like for different reasons, like some of the people I'm excited to see um, because I know that they'll probably probably be very good to watch. And then I think the other people will be very cringe. So it'll be entertaining to watch as far as like how bad it is. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I mean, I'm excited to see um, Sporty Spice and JoJo um, and the one guy from 90210. What's his name? Is it Brian Austin Green? Yes. <laughs> of course he's on there. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so random. My biggest thing that makes me hype is, well, Matt James is on there, so we'll see how he does. Ew. You know? um, <laughs> I was super excited because Cody Rigsby from Peloton is on there. It was like a well-kept secret because no one had any idea. I found out on GMA and I was like, yeah. what? Cause yeah, I love taking his rides. He's like, he has a really good personality, and he's just got a really good feel for music and stuff. So he he should be entertaining. Um, yeah. And like you said, there's some characters on there that I'm excited to see just by the sheer cringe. You yeah. know, it's like painful. Martin Cove is on there from oh Cobra Kai. Oh my god, that one is going to be so. I bad. mean, he, yeah, if he's not eliminated first, like I'll be, I'll be shocked because I can just tell it's not going to be, um, not going to be good. He just looks like he's so stiff. <laughs> yeah, and and old, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other person that I was excited, I don't think he's going to do very well, but I'm a big wrestling fan still to this day, and I like the Miz. Do you remember him on? Yeah. Yeah, the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, he was. I always really liked him. He yeah. was on. Um, he was so lots good. of seasons. Mm-hmm, yeah. lots of seasons. He was crazy though when he would drink. Yeah. Oh my god, he would. Him and Landon. Into, yeah, crazy, crazy. Yes. But I've always liked him, and he. I mean, I never really followed his wrestling um, career, but I feel like he's going to be. He's definitely going to be entertaining to watch. Yeah, I agree. So we'll occasionally talk about that show too i feel like we just have so many shows now with no time to watch <laughs> it's a part-time it. job it is it is job. but hey we get to talk about it on a podcast mm-hmm. catch up you get some time away from being a mother of three at least yeah. for an hour just to breathe while Derek yes. is is struggling well <laughs> thanks again for coming on to the show and i'm sure we'll talk again soon go save Derek. Yes, thanks, sir. Thanks for having me, as always. I just want to take a quick moment to give a huge shout out to Caged Muscle Supplements. If you guys don't know, I just recently joined their innovator program and I couldn't be more excited to be associated with one of, if not in my opinion, the best supplement companies in the world. You can head over to my Instagram page to learn more about their products as well as their culture. You can also use the link in my bio as well as my promo code JG15 to save 15% on your order. The well-rounded beat.